And we want to have a user cost that includes all the important technology that you need to be successful. Yeah. We don't want like some users more successful than other users. I mean, we want all users to be successful. And so we'll all, you know, I we believe that AI is going to be built in all throughout the suite. So it'll be weird and charge separately for it. I mean, it'll be, you know, it's just always there. It's a deep part of the system. At some point, you won't be able to extract it because it's so intrinsic to your daily use of NetSuite. Welcome back to the show. We are here at Suite World in Las Vegas. I am Blake Oliver. I'm David Leary. And we have the privilege of speaking once again with Evan Goldberg, founder and EVP of NetSuite. Evan, welcome. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, thanks for having us back to the show. Uh, it was a lot of announcements this morning in the keynote. Uh, you had your usual just incredible presentation. Every year it gets more and more elaborate with the screen and the, and the, and the specials. We really appreciate the, uh, the specials. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of fun. I'm wondering, do you have a favorite new NetSuite feature? Um, well, of the stuff that we showed at the show, I mean, certainly I think text enhance is super intriguing because just it's, to me, it's um, taking this great advance that we've been seeing in generative AI technology and applying it in a very context sensitive way inside of NetSuite where it's really easy to access. And so I'm, ex I'm pretty excited about that. Um, you know, again, this whole wave of excitement around generative AI, it's, 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 it's neat for us to, to really be able to apply it very quickly and get it out to customers very quickly. It's going to be out to customers in a matter of a couple months. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, congrats. Um, I mean, it's thanks. been less than a year since this whole yeah. generative AI thing's been around. Yeah, we're, no, we're moving quickly. Yeah. And I, the other one that I'm super excited about is Customer 360, and there's a couple reasons for that. For one, it really harkens back to why I really started NetSuite in the first place, which is to just get greater information about everything about my business. And of course, your customers, your lifeblood. So if you can know everything about your customer, you're going to run your business better. So that, you know, that connection with why we started NetSuite originally is there. And then it's using, again, it's using AI capabilities, some generative AI capabilities, also traditional AI and doing product recommendations. That's been something we've been working on and talking about for years. And it's built on our new UI. So it gets us to, allows us to get out um, some of this great work that we're really piggybacking on Oracle with, because they put so much effort in research and design into their Redwood design system, which you're seeing on a variety of different Oracle products. Um, and so getting that out to customers, you know, in the next few months is, is super exciting also. Let's dig into those features, if that's all right with you, David. I was going to even step back for a second. Okay, sure. Go for it. So 25 years, congratulations. Thank you so much. And so, Oh, yeah, we, NetSuite has been around for 25 years. Crazy. Um, so I have a question actually on that. Um, is NetSuite still on the family phone plan? <laughs> is it does it it's still on the health insurance is it or has it left the house yeah i think we've uh at this point i think you're allowed to do that till you're 26 so maybe we have one more year no 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 we are providing health insurance <laughs> not consuming it <laughs> we were talking before you before you uh, got here you know ai didn't exist podcast didn't exist these things didn't exist 25 years ago, but you made a comment on ai did exist yeah. it was just obscure obscure you made a comment on stage how like Things you envisioned 25 years ago are finally kind of happening now with, so with this product. So elaborate on that a little bit. Well, 
you know, why do you build business software in the first place, you know, and, and software for entrepreneurs? Obviously, it's to make it easier for them to be successful. And, and you know, a lot of cases for small companies, successful means growth. And, um, you know, so ultimately, we want to provide a system that really can help you grow. It's not just about seeing that you're growing, but actually help you grow. And if you as a small company can have this powerful assistant built into your business software, that's, you know, seeing everything that's going on and, and helping guide you, you know, obviously you're the entrepreneur, they're not going to do your job for you, but like a great assistant surfacing things that you need to know, hiding things from you that you don't need to know. I mean, that is great for a small company with a few people. Uh, it's like, you know, you, you, you normally have to hire management consultants and they you know to do this stuff but, um, and, and examine your, your business. How awesome is it that for small companies to be able to have that power at their fingertips? And so that's um, what I'm really excited about. 25 years ago, you were one of the first cloud-based apps, like for business, period. Um, thinking back, did you get any, like, what were some of the strange questions you got about that? You know, 25 years ago, when you were explaining some of it, we're yeah. a cloud-based software. Well, the strangest think? question was like, can you please um, run it on our, at our site? Can we just run NetSuite in, uh, you know, in our office? And fortunately, we never said yes to that. Um, that was a pretty strange question because I'm like, but I've seen your office and I've seen your computers and, you, you know, your computer is like a rickety computer and anyone can get there and you know, put a thumb drive in it. I, I don't even know whether they had thumb drives yet, whatever the equivalent was, a CD-ROM and copy your entire customer list. I mean, is that really the way you want to do things? I mean, even back then, NetSuite was hosted in professional data centers with like, you needed a handprint to get in. So um, that was probably the strangest question from my perspective. They didn't think it was strange. But I thought it was strange. Was there ever an internal debate as to whether or not you should do that? For like five seconds. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, if a big customer would come along and say, hey, we have a professionally managed data center, why didn't you host it there? And like, maybe we could have, but inevitably they went down that road a little bit and then they're like, no, we don't, we don't want to deal with that. Yeah, you just do it. Actually, that sounds great. And so, you know, when those we did you know, all those customers eventually, obviously, eventually we're like, oh, yeah, the cloud's the way to do things. So I want to go back to some of the features you mentioned at the beginning, the text enhance and customer 360. Mm -hmm. um, text enhance, we got to see a demo of that. Right. Um, so that is not yet available, but will be soon, right? right? Okay. So can you describe for our listeners what exactly it is? Yeah. How, how, what does it look like? So you enter a lot of text. Description on your invoice or in your web store, for example. Um, you write collection letters. You, uh, they're just all over the system. There's this need for, um, if you're a manufacturer, you know, you'll have often instructions built into the build of, build of materials, things like that. So, um, a lot of text gets written by, by many businesses. And what text enhance is all about is helping you do that by making sure that, you know, everyone, anyone can go over and use a, public large language model to write text for them and to try to put in and go back and forth with them and say, no, I need it to have, here's some more info I want you to include in there. No, don't include that. 
We're copying um, and pasting back yeah, and forth, right. back and forth. And, uh, you know, the example we showed is like writing a sales description on an item. I mean, you're doing it all the time and you're probably doing the same thing over and over again. Okay, I got to pull this information from here on the item record or I got to go over here and get something else. And what we're trying to do, and this is an evolving process, um, is, is use the data in the system automatically. So when you're in the sales description, the system knows Oh, yeah, they're going to want to put info from field A, B, and C, whatever that is. We showed today it would automatically pull in minimum and maximum quantity because that's important information for someone that's looking at that item or for the salesperson, in fact, that's selling it. Um, why should they have to look all over the record? It's right there in the description. So we can configure it to pull in that information. But what's even more exciting to me is that then the customers be able to go beyond our configuration and say, here's how we want the large language model, or here's the information we want the large language model to use to build a typical sales description. And some of that may be custom information from fields that you've added. And uh, so that to me is just making it, making the, uh, the, the large language model work better, work in context, work more automatically, uh, saving you a bunch of time. And, it, you know, this is evolving very quickly. And I'm, I'm loving that we're showing it on the show floor because the people that are building it are right there. They're mm -hmm. like the engineers are there. So you can go talk to the engineer and you can say, oh, well, let me play with it. Okay, well, why does it do this? I'd like it to do this. So this is definitely an evolving process. It's really exciting. Kind of like the early days of, of NetSuite and, and it's a lot of fun. So instead of uh, creating prompts to get stuff up, I'm going to be able to have a permanent prompt. I exactly. Guess, inside. And I'm going to say you're a custom permanent prompt. I mean, it'll, you'll also still be able to type into the field yeah. so that it takes some of that that you type in. Here's some things I want you to include in this sales description, but then it'll automatically add all this other information as you can. I mean, we'll pre-configure it and then you can custom configure it to do the right thing in the places that are important to you. And then I'm the accounts receivable and I'm going to do a questions letter. I can almost create a, for that template or a template prompt for that letter across the board. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, um, it's going to be more custom to that customer because just because, you know, it, it pulls in lots of data about that customer and it's going to make it seem, well, Hey, we noticed that you used to pay at, you know, always in 15 days, you haven't been paying in 15 days as much. I mean, that's the type of stuff we can eventually mm. uh, do by pulling in, you know, um, some of the information from fields, you know, from custom fields that you've made that you've calculated, you can make calculated fields in NetSuite can pull that data automatically into your collection letters. Maybe there's some um, formula that you've used and then you could figure out whether, you know, they're, they're a good risk, they're bad. We talked about, you know, risk and days to pay. Maybe you could generate custom letters based on some of these calculations that you're doing. I mean, there's just endless possibilities. And is this at an additional charge? Is it included? Yeah, it's, as we've announced, it's included in NetSuite. Um, no additional charge. It's just going to show up in your account. You're going to get there. There's going to be that little text enhance icon next to your uh, t text fields and uh, have at it. That's awesome. Yeah. Because we see some developers are choosing to charge extra. You know, yeah. like, like Google is charging $36 a month now for the AI features if right. you want to keep them. But isn't the whole goal just to increase adoption of the system? Yeah, that's absolutely true. And we want to have a user cost that includes all the important technology that you need to be successful. Yeah. We don't want like some users more successful than other users. I mean, we want all users to be successful. And so we'll all, you know, I, we believe that AI is going to be built in all throughout the suite. So it'll be weird and charge separately for it. I mean, it'll be, you know, it's just 
always there. It's a deep part of the system. At some point, you won't be able to extract it because it's so intrinsic to your daily use of NetSuite. Now, Customer 360 is very similar. We saw on the screen a sales record, record of a customer. And in plain English at the top, there was a headline. And that headline was surfacing some really important information like this customer, uh, it would be good. I forget what the example was, but it was like something for a salesperson. Well, for one thing, it said, there's a hot opportunity here that you want to take advantage of. Another thing it told you is, hey, we figured out some products that you might want to consider selling because similar customers buy these products. Yeah. So, So now your sales team, instead of having that information buried in the client record, has it right up at the That's at absolutely the, the idea. And we, again, see we see lots of customers adopting um, our CRM features, especially in industries where there's sort of this real entanglement between sales and operations, inventory, et cetera. And so we think we can, um, within that uh, group that already sort of heavily uses, I mean, sales is our most common user type in NetSuite. That's kind of, people don't expect that. Um, they're using it for sales. And that the very reason is because we have such rich information. So if we can surface that rich information um, to make it easier to consume and also find patterns that maybe you wouldn't see e- if you were digging through the, the client record or the customer record, um, that's going to accrue to our most popular user type and make them more successful. The most common user type is sales. Mm-hmm. I would not have guessed that. I mean, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but you don't think about it in an ERP. I mean, that, I guess that to, that, that to me is a sign of success. Yeah, I mean, we that, built a complete suite, so they really do have the opportunity to use basically a complete CRM system in NetSuite that's intimately tied to the rest of the data in the system. And again, in certain industries, that's the best type of sales yeah. system. I mean, you might not see that in a software company that has a huge sales organization that's following a methodology and sort of doing the same thing. But you might see in a smaller distributor who you know has their clients and they really want to know everything that's going on with them because that's how they stay in touch and figure out when they need something new. This whole AI development could really be the thing that ties your vision together. You've had this vision for years yeah. of the single yeah. suite. No, it's it's yeah. so exciting to me. And then combining that with our new UI, with these rich interactions that are very natural and that you can just sit down, start using NetSuite. It makes sense. You don't need a user guide. You don't need tons of training. You just sit there and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. You're just going to be able it. to chat with NetSuite. Basically. Eventually. I mean, I, yeah. I, mean I, I love that. I chat with my phone all the time. Now... She doesn't always do what I ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you can lend some of your expertise to Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, no um, joke, that I suspect using this new technology, you're going to see things like Siri take a quantum leap in their abilities. I would yeah. hope. I mean, because you're seeing what you can see out there is sort of mind-boggling. I mean, I'm, yeah. Picture a world in which I can talk to Siri and Siri can interact with my NetSuite exactly. ERP. Right. And just, you know. It'll be like the movie Her, but hopefully not as dystopic. Yes. Well, <laughs> someday maybe you too can fall in love with NetSuite. Right? <laughs> so you uh, you mentioned that you purposely did not give it a name because a lot of companies, they have their AI thing and everybody has a witty name. It's Chat Blake or yeah. FMGPT or yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. So. You consciously did not. Consciously why, why is that? Because we believe it's, intri- again, it's an intrinsic, uh, it'd be like... You only have to name it if you're going to sell it. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's an intrinsic part of everything. <laughs> it's it's just part of NetSuite. We have a name. We don't need another name. NetSuite. It's worked out pretty well. Well, maybe Stanley. <laughs> maybe Stanley will have a, a bot at some point. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And, and, and for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, Stanley <laughs> is the mascot of NetSuite. Uh, right. Adorable mascot. Yeah. Who got, he got married? Was it last year or the year before? I think so. And I yeah. think, uh, yeah. Now, the thing about Stanley is that um, he doesn't speak. So he could probably really benefit from a large language <laughs> model. There you go. And did, did Stanley have a baby? Is that what is that the, the news? That, is that was that this year? Yeah, this year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's hard to keep track. Sweet pea. I have my trouble enough with my own children. I don't you know. <laughs> so I have a question on the uh, so you guys partnered with Cohere mm -hmm. to do the AI stuff. And some part of me is like, why didn't Oracle just build AI from scratch to like Theory they would be capable of this, yeah. and like what um, did the partner, but by but, you know, partner. there's another big company that didn't Microsoft. <laughs> it looks like there's another big company that didn't Amazon. Amazon. So yeah. I think we're we're okay. we're in good company. Good point. <laughs> I mean, good point. these companies, you know, have this in, you know incredible um, intellectual capital that they've built up now, um, and uh, it's a great time to take advantage of it. And it's it's very easy. They're building these APIs, and we can, you know, we've developed this great relationship with Cohere. So I think it's just going to allow us to move a lot further, faster. And and um, again, we're in the business of selling business software. You know, they might be in the business of developing this incredible technology, and I think it's a good fit. Looking into the future, uh, you you presented some really fascinating ideas about what NetSuite could do. Um, could you share an example of, of you know, like a, uh, what do you call it, a, a vision for where you think it will go? Well, yeah, I mean, certainly what we showed today, that, I mean, yeah. I, you know, that wasn't meant to merely be, you know, a cool demo or, you know, um, a cool prototype or whatever you want to call it. That was really meant to represent guideposts for us in how we're going to uh, enhance NetSuite in the future. So I think a lot of it is in there. And the part that really stuck out to me was field service management or the logistics management that you showed. Uh, you, you were, you know, the vision is uh, a delivery to a customer is going to be delayed because of bad weather. Right. And now NetSuite is suggesting alternative delivery right. providers. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the stuff we showed there was pretty specific, you know, it was pretty specific to the area of, of you know, functionality, the part of your business that we were talking about, whether it was, you know, your operations person, your salesperson. In the bigger, bigger, longer picture, and I purposely didn't sort of show this, it, it really is going to know about everything and make connections between everything. Now, that's closer to sort of artificial general intelligence, where you can have this assistant that's like, your, if you're a founder, it's like your chief of staff. They know everything that's going on. They know how... You know, this thing over here is going to affect this other thing over there. And that's, I think, where we'd like to go. That's a bit futuristic, I think, for us right now. We're going to be a little more focused on, you know, the different functional areas of your business and making sure that those um, take advantage of all this great new technology just to make them easier and more effective. Evan Goldberg, it has been a pleasure speaking to you. And uh, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks so much for having me again. Ever wished you could earn CPE credits while on the go? Introducing Earmark, the app revolutionizing the way accountants earn their CPE. 
Just listen to your favorite accounting and tax podcasts, whether you're driving to work, working out, or even doing chores. After you're done listening, take a quick quiz. Score 70% or higher, you've earned your CPE. It's that easy. Plus, with Earmark, you're not just ticking a box. You're actually learning valuable insights from top accounting podcasts. So why wait? Download the Earmark app now on iOS or Android and transform your listening time into CPE credits. Make the most of your day and stay ahead with Earmark. Earmark.